Hello and welcome to another episode of the Everyday Christian Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Green. This is a podcast where we remind ourselves that God deserves every praise from every creature every day. So let's do our best to live as everyday Christians. We have a special edition episode this week, if you will. We are recording live from Polishing the Pulpit 2022. And with me today, I have Aaron Gallagher. Aaron, it's really nice to meet you in person. We've been Facebook friends for a while, but it's nice to meet you in person. It's really good to have you on the podcast this week. Thanks, man. It's uh, it's an honor. It's a pleasure. I'm, I'm glad to get to meet you. This year at PTP, I've got to meet you know a lot of people that I've been Facebook friends with or had conversations with. And so it's uh, it's nice to be here. And you can, I'm sure, hear the noise in the background of all the people fellowshipping. And, and we're over here in the exhibit hall. But uh, I, I appreciate you having me on here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's been an outstanding, you know, just uplifting week for sure. And, and we've still got several more days. So I'm looking forward to the rest of it. But it's... It's good. It's uh, very encouraging, especially coming back from COVID and uh, not having polish in the pulpit for a few years. It's It's been really nice, a, a breath of fresh air, if you will. So Yeah, I agree. You know, I, I started uh, it with GBN in 2018, I think it was. And uh, that's right when I came to PTP, like the month after I started. Right. And then the next year, in 2019, I came back and, and spoke a couple times and really got into a groove and said, like, I love this. I love all the lessons. Right. And then COVID happened. And now it's, you know, three years later and right. two years later, and we're just getting back into it. So yeah, I- I'm excited for it to be back. There's so many just great lessons, guys that, you know, you don't, when you're doing your own thing, you don't get to hear some of these guys speak all year long. So right. you come here and you get to see everybody in one place. It's really nice. So, oh, yeah. It's yeah. awesome. Well, why don't you introduce us to Aaron? Okay. So um, so I've been at, I'm 37. I've been at the Gospel Broadcasting Network for about four years. Um, before that, I did uh, secular work in the biotech uh, industry. I um, grew up in West Virginia, went to college, thought I wanted to be a doctor. And got through my undergrad degree. Me too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, look at us now. Yeah, I know, right? It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I got a biology degree and um, took the MCAT, and it was like the worst thing I've ever. Like, I, I remember walking like, you know, I didn't study much for the SAT or the ACT, and did fine. Yeah. And uh, I didn't study for the MCAT, and I remember walking out of that like six hour long test, right? And thinking, I've never felt less intelligent than right now like i i'm not sure i knew a single answer to a single question and so that was the point in which i figured like yeah maybe this isn't for me that is uncanny <laughs> because i had almost the exact ex- really? same experience i think i scored like a 19 when yeah, i took it i i'm not gonna lie that's the exact score i got yeah we, I, I, I got a 19 too that's creepy yeah so i took a kaplan course and i think i <laughs> I, t- I, t- I took a cat i did too <laughs> But I didn't go very much yeah. because I thought I didn't need it. Like I was right. like, ah, it's fine. I've never, I, I've, I've studied for little tests, but I'll be fine. That is uncanny. And I just like bombed it. Yeah, yeah. I so the, the Kaplan helped me raise mine a little bit, but it still wasn't very good. Yeah, I, uh, I, I never, ex- I never took a second time. Yeah. I was so just demoralized. Was like, right. yeah, I'm not going to do this anymore. <laughs> yeah. So I actually got accepted into a school and, and went for a few months, okay. and then my moment of realizing I didn't want to be a doctor was yeah. after being in school. So yeah, it was incredibly stressful Um, well you know i don't know if you experienced this but a lot of the guys that i went through undergrad with in a pre-med program you know they did go on to med school and become doctors right and i'll see a lot of them on facebook you know i'm 37 like just three or four years ago like they were just finishing their you know residency then fellowships yep and so uh it's just funny the way life works out sometimes the way the path you had envisioned and the way your life actually goes it's just sometimes looking back if you if you met me in college and said yeah, you know, in 10 years, you're going to be doing X and Y. Like, I've already laughed at you. Right. I mean, like, yeah, no, that, that will not be. Well, I can what tell I'm you, doing. when I was a, a teenager, there's no way on earth I ever thought I would be a preacher. Yeah. I was yeah. so reserved and yeah. shy. I mean, there's no way. 
but uh, it's it's weird how things work out but uh, i guess this is a little off topic but yeah i want to say this yeah. um any young people that are listening to this you go off to college don't just assume you know what you want to do with your yeah. life you know it very well may change and and it quite likely will turn out for the better yeah so and keep, you know the advice i would give to younger people too is like no matter what you decide to do, just try try your best to be faithful. Right. You know, whether you want to become a doctor or a teacher or whatever, as long as you're faithful. Because ultimately, when you're like 85, if you live to be that age and you're like winding down, you know, you're not going to look back and say like, you know, I really wish I made another million dollars. Like, right. You shouldn't be saying that. You should be saying, you know, like, I, I wish I, I'm glad I was faithful. Absolutely. Keep uh, keep Matthew 6, 33 in mind and yeah. seek first kingdom of God and That's everything right. will work out. That's right. So. Well, uh, can you tell us a little bit about the Gospel Broadcasting Network and yeah. uh, the Authentic Christian? Yeah, so, um, you know, like I said, I get out of college and uh, I bomb the MCAT. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, what am I going to do now? So I put my resume on monster.com, got a biotech job. And I did that for about 10 or 11 years before leaving to come to GBN. But probably four or five years before I left that industry, um, I was in Charleston, South Carolina and heard Don uh, Blackwell preach. And I love the way he preached. I downloaded all the sermons and uh, on their website, listened to them all, and was like, I want more. So I went to a gospel meeting and heard him speak, and he gave me this thumb drive like of a bunch of his sermons. And so I like went to Waffle House with him one night after he spoke, and he was telling me about how he had just accepted the director's position at the Gospel Broadcasting Network. And I'd never heard of GBN. And so I was like, well, like if you work there, I want to know more about it. So that's when I started following GBN. And so right. there was a period in my life where I was unfaithful. And when I came back and started studying to try to get back on track, GBN was one of the resources that really helped me. You know, right. Apologetics Press, GBN, World Video Bible School. Those were three of the main ones that I watched videos and lessons and studied with. And so there came a point in time where the opportunity presented itself for me to come to GBN and work there about four years ago. And so I left the industry I'd been in, moved to uh, Mississippi around the Memphis area mm-hmm. and started at GBN. And so, you know, GBN gospel broadcasting network, our main goal is really, I'd say two pronged, which is to edify the church and to evangelize the world. So we, we try to focus on making content that can edify, you know, like we have all kinds of different programs, but you know, books of the Bible is one of my favorite where we're working through all 66 books of the Bible, trying to get video commentary right, um, of each book of the Bible that somebody can sit at home and watch or let's say someone wants to teach the book of Genesis at their church and they're terrified. They've never taught before. Well, you can watch our classes, take your notes, and then reteach it. So that's like the edify part. And then the evangelize, we're just trying to take and create content that can help people who you know, are maybe in a denominational background or atheistic or agnostic right. and help move them towards the biblical worldview in the New Testament church. And so um, as a part of that, that's how the Authentic Christian podcast kind of came about. We... We did a lot of work on Instagram, mm-hmm. and we wanted to connect with people more than just like a post. You know, people would look at a photo and say, oh, well, okay, that's great. Click like. But we wanted to connect deeper. So me and Tucker and Scott, who work at GBN together, were like, you know, we went to lunch with somebody one day, a visitor, and we were talking about some Bible topic. And they were like, is this what your lunches are like every day? And we were like, well, I mean, we don't got to eat every day, but we normally sit together and talk. Right. And they were like, this is really cool. And so we had this idea of why don't we do a podcast where we pretty much just start recording what we do at lunchtime anyway. Right. Yeah. And um, we started in 2020 and this is the third year. We're halfway through the third year and um, 
you know, we just we just love making love making it, love studying and talking about it. And oh yeah, um, so yeah, that's how that all kind of came together. I have to say, it's one of my favorite podcasts by far. It's just outstanding. The material's great. Obviously, the hosts are good, but also uh, the the um, the side of things where you know you're producing everything mm-hmm. is just excellent. Y'all do a great job on that, and so oh, thank you. Really appreciate you guys and and all the sound uh, teaching that you're getting out there. And so you. Do you work in kind of social media? Is that a big part of your job description? That yeah, when I started in 2018, that was one of my main, like my main jobs were, were you know, social media and like managing the Instagram and, and trying to utilize our Facebook more and, uh, and then traveling to give like reports on the work. And uh, so that's how I started. And I still sort of do that. But since over the years, we've hired, you know, new guys. I really have a really great team. Um, that I'm proud to work beside, you know, Tucker, of course, and Scott, right? Um, her two guys who work with me pretty closely. And so now like Scott handles most of our app and Facebook. Um, Tucker handles the Instagram. We've tried to put content on uh, TikTok and right. our preacher, Robert, making face at me on the other side. He walked away, but um, <laughs> that's why if you heard the little smile in my voice. But, you know, we have a good team that we're just trying to to just divvy out the work right so we can do a good job and so we have a great team at gbn and uh, i won't mention everybody but everybody there works hard um to try to reach people that are lost just like you know i was lost at one point sure you know and and we want to take what someone shared with us and share it with other people absolutely and that's what we want to uh, get into in the episode this week and and hopefully next week as well Uh, the topic of evangelism and uh, the episode title is overcoming obstacles to evangelism so aaron i heard one of your lessons at polishing the pulpit the other night and uh, just outstanding again but uh the lesson title was here am i send aaron and in the sermon you mentioned that you had made a facebook post Mm -hmm. and asking about the idea of of obstacles and, and why people don't evangelize even though they know they should mm-hmm. could you kind of explain that facebook post to start with and then sure. kind of get into some of these obstacles of why people for whatever reason don't evangelize sure well for, i mean first of all thanks for coming to my session you know there's yeah. so many great sessions going on at all times you know you're just hoping that three or four people come you know and so um yeah so the topic was it was titled here i am send aaron and it was a uh, answering you know common excuses for evangelism and i'll say this you know, I didn't, I guess, need to make a Facebook post because I have enough excuses I've used in my life myself. And so I already knew them. But so I thought, you know, what, I'm, I'm going to post on Facebook. And so I posted on Facebook and just asked people, hey, look, we all struggle with evangelizing as much as we want to. We all have missed opportunities. Like, what are some of the things that have, have stopped you all in, in, the, in the past from evangelizing? Or maybe something you struggle with right now that you want to overcome. And um, so, I don't know, it was a bunch of comments. And... Um, you know, most of them, it's, it was interesting. The people that commented from the United States were different from those overseas. You know, I had some friends in, um, in Africa that I've done mission work and, and other countries. And some of their response was, well, you know, the, the, the fear for our security, um, the loss of our jobs, uh, our, the loss of our homes, possibly prison. And I thought, wow, I mean, that's, that's closer to New Testament persecution than what we see in america yeah the stuff we deal with pales in comparison to that yeah i think it's like hebrews where it talks about you know you the 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 the, the, uh repossession of your property you know it's like wow yeah and so you know now with those in the usa and it's kind of like this you know everything whatever the biggest problem is in your life it's the biggest problem so whatever the biggest fear is it's the biggest fear even if a guy in africa's fear is bigger you know when you put them next to each other so 
for people in the U.S., there was a lot of different uh, objections, and I could relate to almost literally every single one of them. And, um, you know, for instance, one of the first ones was, I don't know how to approach somebody and have a spiritual conversation. You know, I mean, it's, it's sometimes it's awkward right, to just say like, okay, uh, we're at a convention center. You see that worker over there? Like, why don't you just go over there and start talking to them about Jesus? It's like, well, how do I do that without sounding like the stereotypical, you know, let me tell you about my Lord and Savior, you know? Right. And um, I understand people being nervous. And so, you know, there's a whole list of objections, but, you know, like objections like that, that people struggle with, you know? Oh, yeah. and so we tried to go through and, you know, I tried to, first of all, level with people and say, look, I want to be transparent. I am not the per- the perfect evangelist. Right. Um, Jesus was, and people rejected him. But, you know, I've been through a lot of these and these are maybe some ways that I've overcome them, you know, and um, some personal uh, stories, examples throughout the lesson, that sort of thing. Right. Yeah, I think that's probably the one that I struggle with the most is just kind of the awkwardness of trying to take a conversation, just maybe it's small talk or just everyday conversation and trying to take that to the next step of turning it into a spiritual. And it's just... Well, we live in a society, especially here, that a lot of people don't want to uh, be interfered with when it comes to their political mm-hmm. beliefs and their religion. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, because of that, I, I feel like most Christians have decided, well, those topics are off limits unless it's somebody that I'm really close to and maybe can yeah can uh, talk to them about it. But as far as somebody that maybe we're just casually uh connected to or whatever you what yeah. have you uh we tend to shy away from those kinds of yeah. conversations yeah you know I, I told the story last night about you know when i was i uh, maybe 17 18 i was gonna go on like one of my first dates and uh, my dad gave me this advice and he said when you go on the date um ask her questions about herself and just let her talk my dad's an attorney so he number one as a kid growing up he, he knew that if he could get me to just ramble, that I would get myself in trouble. So he'd ask me questions and I'd try to like spin my own web to get out of a, you know, a, a lie I told or something and ended up just, you know, catching myself in the act. So my dad's an attorney, so he's fairly good at the art of conversation. And he said, just, just ask her about herself, let her talk. And he said, um, she will enjoy the conversation if she talks about herself the whole time. Cause most people do, you right. know, like yep. when you know, you're asking me, I'm sure when I walk away from this podcast, that was a great podcast. Well, why? <laughs> Cause I talked the whole time, yeah. you know? <laughs> so with, um, with people, I've tried to use that advice, which is just genuinely ask about them. You know, right. um, when you meet somebody, I like to just say, Hey, you know, tell me about yourself. Like, tell me your story. Cause I do love meeting people. And, and you think about use your own life. You think about all the complexities, right? Like I had no idea that, you know, you were pre-med and you bombed the MCAT just like I did. (laughs) Like there's so many things like in the moment, I know you as like a preacher and a podcaster, but you know, you're, how old are you? I am 32. Okay. You're 32. You have, you've got stories from elementary school and middle school and high school and college that I just don't know because I didn't know you. And it's fascinating for me to look at like this. I don't know who this guy is. He doesn't even looking at me. But I don't know that guy, yeah. but he went to middle school and he had friends and he had heartbreaks. And it's like, I just want to ask somebody, tell me about your story. Because also a lot of times when they just start talking about themselves, they reveal a lot. Yeah. You can tell if the person is godly or if they could care less. Right. You can tell about if they're going through something like a heartbreak or if they're you know, on cloud nine. And all you have to do is, you know, I'm, I'm Aaron, you know, nice to meet you. Like, you know, tell me your story. And everybody likes to talk about themselves. I mean, most people like to talk about oh, themselves, yeah. you know. Well, and a lot of people are looking for uh, for someone to open up to because mm-hmm. they don't have anybody to mm-hmm. open up to. And 
that really could be a, a gold mine of opportunity yeah. to try to reach into people's lives and and ultimately to evangelize them. Yeah, I, you know, I told this story. I did a seven minutes of wisdom up front in the morning yesterday, and I told this story. But you know, I like to carry cards with me, like little uh, they you know their podcast. They say the Authentic Christian Podcast, and uh, you know, I like to give them out to people. And I normally say the same thing. Like if you hung out with me for like a week, you'd hear the same thing over and over, which is I'll hand them the card and I'll say, this is a Christian podcast. And I'll say, you know, if you're having trouble, fall asleep, you know, (laughs) falling asleep, insomnia problems, just put my podcast on and me, Tucker and Scott will like talk you to sleep. Right. And people normally laugh because you're like saying, yeah, it's boring. And yeah. And so normally I think they don't throw the card away. You know, they're like, all right, that was kind of funny. Like maybe this, there's something to this. Right. I mean, I use the same thing everywhere. So it's not like last night somebody heard me say, they're like, that is so clever. I'm like, well, I say it all the time. It's not like I thought of it off the top of my head. Yeah. But like we were at a restaurant for lunch yesterday and um, Joseph, who was a new convert actually about seven months ago, he had his own cards he made and he handed it to our waitress. And uh, as soon as she saw it and we handed her a podcast card, she started telling us about her 26-year-old son who had just died in June. Mm. And she said, I really needed this right now. Yeah, And it's like, I'm guilty of it as much as anybody. I look at somebody and I say, ah, that, that was one of the other the other uh, excuses is, oh, that person will never accept the gospel. Right. I look at people and I've done it this week. And I've said, ah, I don't think that person would be open. Yeah. And a couple times I've talked to him anyway and been like, wow, I never would have, I would never would have thought it would have gone that direction. You yeah. know? So just, just trying to talk to people, like you said, you might find out that they want to talk to somebody. They need somebody to talk to. You Absolutely. Know? Yep. Yeah. Maybe one more, and then we'll get okay. into the flip side of things. So um, let's see. It's so hard to pick. I'll, I'll do the one I just opened. Pre, you know, um, the per, that person would never obey the gospel. Mm-hmm. The idea of like pre-qualifying somebody. I mean, uh, I told this story in the lesson um, about my friend Jimmy. Who, oh yeah, yeah. He was a great guy. I loved him. Athlete. We got along really well. But I just never thought he would have been the one to obey the gospel. And we started a Bible study group with him and a bunch of other guys that worked out at our CrossFit gym. And I just said, "Come over to the house. We'll order pizza and we'll study." And if you'd asked me before that, I would have said, "Oh, Jimmy won't. Know. He's he's not gonna be interested in the truth because he'd have to give up X and Y and Z and you know." And um, one night. You know, Mike and uh, Daniel, all these other guys started, Caleb started canceling one by one. Hey, can't be there, can't be there. So it was just me and Jimmy. And so Jimmy, I guess, finally saw the opportunity and he started asking me these really deep questions about salvation and, and the Bible and baptism. And we studied and he was he obeyed the gospel. Like, wow. And I remember thinking, like, shame on me. Yep. Like, I was the one saying, oh, he nah, he's not interested. And I was just so wrong. And so... You know, I even, okay, this is an example from last night. I went to Waffle House at like 11 o'clock at night. And these two guys walked in real rough looking. And they were sitting at the bar right next to the checkout. So when uh, Tucker and I went to check out to pay our bills, uh, Tucker handed the lady at the register a card, right? And so she was like, oh, what is this? And, uh, and we were like, oh, it's a Christian podcast. And I said, yeah, if you're having trouble going to sleep tonight, same thing. Like, <laughs> right. you know, I just, I've, I've practiced it and it's my go-to. Yeah. And uh, she laughed. And then this guy, really, I mean, rough looking guy, is sitting at the bar and he leans over. He says, Hey, can I have one of those? And I wow. said, Yeah. And so Tucker, so give me a card. So Tucker hands him a card. And I yeah. said, Yeah, man, it's a Christian podcast. You know, he's like, Awesome, man. I'll check it out. And I'm just telling you, I, and I just gave that lesson, what, yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> so I give a lesson about don't pre qualify people. And I turn around and go to Waffle House and see this guy. And once again, I'm thinking, 
I don't know if he'd be interested. Right. And sure enough, he was. So it's like, just because I know it still doesn't mean sometimes I don't fall back into it, you know, but, you know, just don't, you can't tell somebody's thoughts and intents and, and heart and purposes. Hebrews 4, 11, uh, 12 and 13, 11 through 13 talks about only Christ can do that, you know? Oh yeah. So just don't try to, uh, to make the mistake of thinking you can pick the perfect people. Just put the word out there and let God's word do the work, you know? Oh yeah. Do you remember when, um, when Samuel was looking for, uh, the, the new King in, okay. in David's family? Yep. And, uh, they basically line up all David's brothers. Yep. Yep. <laughs> okay. It's got to be this one. Nope. He's the tall one. He's right. good looking. That's got to be the guy. Nope. Not yep. the guy. Yep. Well, maybe it's this one. No. Nope. Uh, is it this one? Nope. Not this one. Yep. Goes down the line and finally it comes to David. Oh, the the guy that's out in the field yeah. or whatever. They're like, is this all your sons? Because yeah. I'm like, I'm confused, you know? Right. In First uh, Samuel 16, verse 7. But the Lord said to Samuel, do not look at his appearance or at his physical stature because I have refused him. Mm-hmm. For the Lord does not see as man sees. For man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Yeah. That's yeah. that's a perfect description of what we're talking about. We, yeah. we don't need to prejudge people. We need to realize that the Word of God's going to do that. And, and I, you know, it's one of those things, too, where you start discussing it and thinking about it. It makes perfect sense. I mean, go read 1 Corinthians 1 and 2. And what does Paul talk about? You know, it's not the wisdom of the world. Right. You know, the, the wisdom of the world, you know, not many mighty, not many noble are called. Yep. You know, we sometimes think, oh, this guy is smart and intelligent. He's going to be obey the gospel. And a lot of times it's not. It's the humble, meek. Oh, yeah. The type of person who, you know, followed Jesus around and the religious elite said, oh, you hang out with sinners. Yeah. And so it's like, I, I, it's like, I even know that mentally. I just have to put it into practice continually and I have to remind myself continually, don't pre-qualify people. Oh, yeah. Don't think that person would never obey the gospel. You know, just put it out there and share it with them, you know? Yeah, I think of the Beatitudes in Matthew yeah. 5. Yeah. How many of those are really underdog type people? I mean, yeah. blessed are the meek and blessed are the poor in spirit mm-hmm. and uh, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness mm-hmm. instead of entertainment or who knows what else yeah. that so yeah. many people are, are thirsting for today. Blessed are the pure in the heart, the the merciful, just so many, you know, you think of them as, as underdogs and, and we might say, well, no, I think I'm going to go to the, the college professor and convert yeah. him or, yeah. you know, somebody like that. But, but we need to, we need to scatter the seed everywhere. Yeah. And, um, the, the seed, which is the word of God is going to do its job. That's so, right. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. That's kind of an abrupt ending for the episode for this week, but, uh, that's the way the conversation flowed, and uh, it's going to break down into another question we want to ask next week, and that is, what about the flip side of things? What about things that uh, people believe or what have you that interfere with us trying to evangelize them? So we're going to talk about that next week with Aaron Gallagher, and I hope that you will tune in to the Everyday Christian Podcast next Monday. What's up, guys? It's Caleb and Michael over here from the Scattered Abroad Network, and we just wanted to say thanks so much for listening to this episode. Yeah, we're so thankful to the East Hill Church of Christ for overseeing this network, and we're grateful to God for this opportunity. And don't forget, you can check out our show notes below for all of our social media links, email address, website, and we have a monthly newsletter, so don't forget to sign up for that. Please remember to leave us a rating or a review on whatever platform it is that you use, And please continue to keep our network in your prayers. As always, thank you again so much for listening. Be ready tomorrow. We have brand new content coming out here on the SAN. Thanks so much, and God bless.